Hello, fellow safety and health professional. Welcome to another podcast and a series of podcasts based on an article in Safety and Health magazine that's all about you. If you go to the grocery store today to shop, you'll have a greater variety of food, hygiene products, medical and health aids to choose from than the richest kings and queens had for most of human history. Your home, too. Oh, my word, if you figure out what's going on in your house, you have so many things that people hundreds of years ago couldn't even imagine. All kinds of entertainment and comfort and things right at your fingertip that would be unimaginable for people for years ago. And the list goes on. You know, our, our medical care, our travel, you can get from here to the other side of the world in the same day, basically. Uh, and it's not that expensive. Of course, it costs some, you know, but it's incredible. And look at safety. Think about what it was like back in the 1920s and 30s, even as far as safety goes compared to what it is now. It's really amazing in our modern society how much we have and how our quality of life has improved in developing and developed countries. Now, sadly, there still is a whole big swath of people that don't have all this wonderful things that we have. Uh, you know, there's still millions of people who don't have enough food or housing or clean water. They have to still get up in the morning and uh, travel for, you know, a mile or two just to get a bucket of water and they don't have food to feed their children. But you and I don't have that problem. We have so many things, so much to be thankful for. Yet all of this improved living does not guarantee that we'll be happy people, that we'll enjoy our days. Many social scientists and pollsters, people who study this subject particularly about happiness in modern times, have found that conditions such as chronic depression and anxiety are not only on the rise, they're actually pandemic. It's, it's amazing how much the good things that we have have not made us happy. Greg Easterbrook, a PhD, in his book, which I love the book. I've read it twice. I usually don't read science books twice. This one I read twice. It's called The Progress Paradox, How Life Keeps Getting Better, But People Keep Feeling Worse. And let me quote from that book from Greg Easterbrook for you. Quote, Far from feeling better about their lives, many are feeling worse. Throughout the United States and the European Union, incidents of clinical melancholy, has been rising in eerie synchronization with rising prosperity. Adjusting for population growth, unipolar depression, the condition in which a person feels blue, is today 10 times as prevalent as it was half a century ago. Isn't that amazing? That we have all this and our living standard has soared, yet still sadness, Depression, and even things like ADHD with our children has become a real serious problem. Now, I don't have the answers to this. All of them, anyway. I do have something which we're talking about today that is helpful. Uh, but I do know something that will boost your happiness and that has helped me tremendously. 
No matter what's going on in your life, even if you have something really serious that has happened that's bad, or if that work is really not going the way you want it to, there's something that will help you feel better. It does for me, and I've read about it for many people, that it's helped them too, and that's to practice being grateful. Let me give you some tips, some things that have helped me, and that I know if you practice them will help you. Maybe you already do it too. You know, if you do, please, Richard at Make Safety Fun is my email address. I'd love to hear how you spend your days being grateful or things that you do that help to boost you. It might help me, in fact, write another article that will help other safety and health professionals. But I have three things particularly that I do that help me that I know you might want to try. One is I have a daily gratitude trigger, a habit that I have something I do every day, and when I do this, I spend some time realizing how blessed I am. And that's when I take a shower, which I do every day, and you probably do too. I think about how wonderful it is to have all this water easily. I just turn on the spigot and here comes the water. Uh, I also have items like soap and shampoo and toothpaste and everything I could possibly want to stay clean and to have to be you know with my hygiene and this morning practice that I do helps me every day even when I'm not feeling good even when I'm actually sick I remember one time I had the flu pretty bad and I was going to shower I was feeling you know sad about myself and about my lot in life and oh I got the flu and I turned on the shower I thought oh well, at least I can get a shower get a nice hot shower and it made me feel better so being grateful and picking something to do that's a trigger to get you grateful can help you even in really bad days. And there's so many different activities. You don't have to choose the shower, of course. It could be anything. Maybe your morning cup of coffee or when you get home and you pull up in your driveway and look at your home after work. Something that you do every day you can use as a trigger to spend a few moments to be grateful for what you have. Second thing you can do which I do some, I don't do it as much as I used to. I had a friend who had some depression problems who used to use this and it, and a lot, and it worked really well for her. And it works for me. I do it sometimes. And that's to take a positive inventory. As safety and health professionals, we deal with negative things more than most jobs. I mean, there are other jobs that are like that too. If you're at a call center or even somebody like a doctor may typically deal with problems, but so do we as safety and health professionals. We're dealing with accidents, with hazards, with things that go wrong, trying to stop them. And also our work sometimes doesn't have anything to show for our efforts that much. I mean, if you have a really low incident rate, and you're going around making sure there's no hazards and nobody's getting hurt, there's no problems, you're probably doing a great job, but there's nothing to show for it. And sometimes we can get discouraged. Sometimes we can feel like we're unappreciated, and sometimes we can even get depressed about our job. Well, during my attack stress at work seminar, and most times I have safety professionals of some sort or leaders that are involved with safety, I go around the room after I've already talked about how and we've discussed ways that work can make you feel stressed out and depressed and upset. I change it, I shift everything, and I start going around the room. I ask each person to tell me something about work that they like. 
something they're thankful for that they enjoy. And I have them just tell me one thing. Now, let's say I have 30 or 40 people in the room. Each person, I'll put up what they said on a whiteboard or flip chart. And what's interesting is when we start this exercise, the mood in the room is usually not that up because we just spent time talking about how work can stress you out. But when we're finished this part, after we've talked about ways that work makes you feel better or things you like about work, things like uh, co-workers are my friends. I enjoy my morning coffee when I first go in. I get to work on new projects. My supervisor and I get along really well. Something positive. When I get done, I can tell the mood in the room is up more. Everybody's smiling and we just feel better because we've taken a positive inventory. Well, you can do the same by yourself on occasions, especially when you're feeling down about work. Make a mental list or think about the things you like about work and are grateful for. And this friend of mine, co-worker, Susie, Susie, she, I haven't seen her for a while, but she used to make a list of everything she liked every day that was good in her life that happened that went well and she would sometimes go back like five or six years she'd read about something that went really well that she was grateful for and she said invariably it made her feel better well you can do the same thing make a list up make a list of the things you like at work and then every now and then go back and look at the list or read through it and you will be surprised i promise if you haven't done it already how much it will make you feel better. And finally, no matter what's going on in your life, no matter how much you're feeling like there isn't anything to be grateful for, think about the people in your life. Because that's what really matters. One study that was done at the University of Illinois showed that the happiest people who showed the least amount of depression and the most amount of happiness had, quote, strong ties to friends and family and commitment to spending time with them. You know, the stuff in our life, the fact that you can take a shower every day, they have all kinds of food, that you have uh, one or two or three cars. Yes, they matter. It's important to have that. It's, it's, it's something that makes our life better, for sure. But it's not nearly as important as the relationships we have. Even brief relationships, like when someone helps you or you spend a moment or two with a person that's a cashier at a grocery store. Appreciating our relationships, besides the other things we've already discussed, is probably one of the most powerful ways to increase your happiness.